Unfortunately, we have to start this show talking about the big elephant in the room, and that, of course, is COVID-19 definitely affecting the National Hockey League as well as leagues around the world. What will that mean for the Olympics? We'll talk about that. We'll recap the Edmonton loss, 5-3 loss to Edmonton, and talk about what's cracking off the ice for our favorite Seattle hockey franchise, the Seattle Kraken. That and more coming up on Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, Seattle hockey fans. Erica Lindsay Ayala coming to you for this Monday edition of Locked On Kraken. It is Monday, December 20th, we are quickly approaching the end of the year and wrapping up the 2021 holiday season. As always, I want to thank you for making Locked on Kraken your first listen of the day. I am your host, as I mentioned, Erica Lindsay Ayala. That's how you can find me on the social meets if you want to do such things. All right, let's talk about it. COVID-19. You know, I have to give you the updates and this is what's happening. We have Um, Since the last time we spoke on Friday, six additional teams that have suspended play through the holiday break that ends December 26th, uh, 2021, obviously. So no uh, revenge game for Mark Giordano. We talked about that, the Toronto game, um, and where I asked Dave Haxtell about playing against Toronto at Climate Pledge Arena. That game got delayed. We have... um, Again, since um, since Friday, we have six additional teams that have entered um, or have been impacted by COVID protocol. We also have a number of Seattle Kraken players um, that have been uh, added to the COVID protocol. That includes Jamie Oleksiak. That was announced just before the Edmonton game. Again, in the next segment, we're going to talk all about the hockey. We're going to talk about the Edmonton game. But then also Carson Soucy entered COVID protocol. Um, Here is Mark Giordano and Jared McCann just talking about the impact of the adjustments that they continually have to make because of COVID. Yeah, you know, it's um, obviously tough. It's a little bit distracting, but... I mean, at this point, I think we've been around it long enough to understand it can happen all the time. Um, I think we're prepared for anything, um, and we know it's the next guy up. I think it's it's obviously tough not knowing um, when it's the other team when there's a lot of like COVID positives or whatever it is. But it is um, concerning, and I just hope everybody was okay at the same time. Well, there's definitely limits. Um, I think at this point we've kind of figured out. I mean, the obvious do's and don'ts. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's still it's still difficult to kind of stay away from it. But when you can do something like that, I mean, it's so simple and easy and it can make a kid's day, and I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah, we had a positive case this morning uh, with, uh, with Alexiak. So, um, you know, everybody's, uh, everybody's just, was just trying to stay focused for the game tonight. And, um, you know, we came out hot there and played well for the first, uh, first 20, 40 minutes. And, um, yeah, it was good. And so overall, 
again, six additional teams. You have over or right at the 100 player mark on COVID protocol. Obviously not all of those Seattle Kraken players, um, but Definitely something that is impacting the NHL. We also heard from the NHL, and I'll pop this up on the screen for you now, but the NHL and the NHLPA are having ongoing conversations when it comes to what COVID protocol will look like. They've announced enhanced measures. The enhanced measures will remain in place through the holiday season and the new year and will be reevaluated by the NHL and NHLPA medical experts on January 7th, 2022. The enhanced measures supplement the provisions set forth in the COVID COVID-19 protocol for the 2021-22 season and related memoranda issued since September 2nd, 2021. The enhanced measures have two purposes. Uh, This comes in the memo that the NHL sent out. The two purposes are to prevent contracting and transmitting COVID-19 infection and early detection of any positive cases so as to prevent any further transmission. Um, So things obviously that are on here that you wear your mask when public indoor places in your community strongly recommended that you wear an N95 or KN95 or surgical mask and not a cloth mask, um, both when you are at home in your home market and traveling, it is strongly recommended that the member of the club traveling party and their household members reduce their interactions with the community as much as possible. Um, Darren Brown over at Sound of Hockey, actually asked Ryan Donato about that. We'll get into that a little bit later. Holiday celebrations, which typically involve eating and drinking while unmasked, raise significant risks and should be limited to the greatest extent possible. All individuals should limit both the member of, number of people and the number of different households to which they are exposed. Um, there's then a few different categories that are part of the enhanced policy. They talk about education. They talk about testing. They talk about broadcast and media, promotional activities on ICE officials, etc. cetera. Um, so with the testing, daily COVID um, molecular testing um, for all members of the club traveling party for the duration of the period for which these enhanced measures are in place. So we're going to daily testing. Pre-game testing may be implemented on a case-by-case basis when the COVID outbreak occurs within the team. Um, all media broadcast personnel are now required to be masked at all times when they are within 12 feet of players. We've seen for the Seattle Kraken, this has meant Zoom calls and apologies in advance because the audio for the Zoom call for post game for the Edmonton game was a little bit wonky. So you might um, hear a little bit of that, but um, that's what we're working with and on and on and on. So I left the link. If you would like to take a look at those COVID measures and protocols, it's not something that we want to talk about, um, but it is the reality and it's definitely news. It's obviously impacting the Seattle Kraken either by having some of their games delayed or postponed or canceled or whatever we're going to call it. And certainly having five of their own players out of the lineup, Riley Shahan, Yanni Gord, Colin Blackwell. Um, <laughs> and that's tough for this Seattle Kraken team. That's why we have uh, McCormick and true that have been recalled from Charlotte. Um, It's tough. It's really, really tough. Obviously the other elephant in the room when it comes to this is what will this mean for 
the Olympics. At this point in time, even as someone who is set to cover the Beijing Olympics, that is truly the least of my concern when it comes to the National Hockey League. I think that it's advantageous to suspend these games right before what would be the holiday break anyway. Obviously, people are we're going to use this holiday break to be with family, to be with friends, to relax. I appreciate that the COVID protocol, the enhanced measures have essentially uh, strongly discouraged any uh, gatherings where people will be maskless and certainly gatherings that are not absolutely necessary. Being with family and, um, you know, extended family uh, is going to happen during the holidays, but do we need to go out to clubs and stuff like that? At the end of the day, people are going to do what they want to do, but I really hope that people are smart. Um, so that's all we can really say about that. Coming up next on Locked on Kraken, again, we're going to break down this 5-3 to three loss to Edmonton at Climate Pledge Arena, and unfortunately, another loss uh, when it comes to potentially not having Turbo Tanev available for this week's game against the Arizona Coyotes. Of course, we'll have to see how that happens. Right now, neither the Seattle Kraken nor the Arizona Coyotes are among those teams that are shut down, uh, but we shall see. Um, Marissa and Jemmy has a great article just kind of discussing COVID-19 protocol and the impacts of what we're seeing right now, um, has spoken to medical experts. So I'm going to leave that in the show notes. Highly recommend that you check it out. But coming up next, we're going to talk about the Seattle Kraken loss, like I said, and I'm going to take you back to, I mentioned Darren and Sound of Hockey. We're going to talk about his article as well as uh, Jeff Baker, also from the Seattle Times, Marissa Jemmy, Seattle Times, Jeff Baker, Seattle Times. And then we'll close out the show letting you know what's cracking. Cracking? I don't like saying cracking. And letting you know what's cracking. We have some updates when it comes to some of the things that are happening off the ice, not just for the Seattle Kraken team, but also their AHL team that will hit the ice next season. Talked about the holiday season, probably doing a lot of running around, checking on uh, online orders, making sure your delivery and tracking is on point, getting your meal ready if you're having family and friends over, hopefully in a safe uh, way. But you don't want to be hangry while you're doing all of this. And for me, for sure, I made sure to put in my order of Built Bar so that I have my double chocolate Built Bar. It is high in protein, low in calories, low in sugar, but absolutely high in the delicious factor. I'm pretty sure that's uh, you know a technical term, <laughs> but I am really excited to have Built Bar. I told you that Ann Kimmel uh, is a mom and is trying to substitute some of the sweets that they usually use for the holidays with some Built Bars. I love that idea. And Built Bars essentially are just going to give you that extra fuel while also not having to worry about all of the extra calories. That's what we love. So if you go to Built.com, you can use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Get your favorite flavors. Like I said, I'm doing the double chocolate. There's also special holiday flavors. Don't miss out on the special flavors. I told you cookie dough chunk was one of my favorites. I missed out on the opportunity to order an extra batch and get 15% off when I use promo code locked on and I highly regret it. So next time, uh, that flavor comes around, you best believe I'm hitting, uh, that 
button hard to add it to my cart. So go to built.com, go to built.com, use promo code locked on for 15% off at built.com. Get your snack on this holiday season. Coming back, locked on Kraken. Uh, as always, thank you for making this your first listen of the day. It is your only daily Seattle Kraken podcast. I am your host, Erica Lindsay Ayala. And we have to talk. I'm going to try to get all the unpleasantries out of the way. Not only was it a 5-3 to three loss, but we saw Tanev go down in the third period. Didn't look like he was putting any weight on that right leg, as reported by Piper Shaw, as reported by Darren Brown, as reported by basically everyone that was watching the game, myself included. Um, Turbo Tanev losing a player to injury in addition to the five players in COVID protocol. Not really what you want to see for the Seattle Kraken. We don't know the extent of the injury. We heard from Dave Haxtell that he's hoping to have an update soon. Um, he said tomorrow at the time, <clears throat> that would have been uh, at the Saturday game versus Edmonton, the Sunday game against Toronto was postponed and we haven't had an opportunity to have media availability with the Seattle Kraken yet, expecting them to hit the ice for practice today. So on tomorrow's show, we can talk a little bit more about Turbo Tanev, but obviously wishing him the best. All right, so how did this go down? Let's talk a little bit about it. Let me take you over to NHL.com. It was a start for Chris Drieger. I talked about Chris Drieger before. Really like that he's getting the start. We know that Gruby had gotten a little shaken up, but he was back. We heard him talk about that. He's not going to disclose any of the conversations that he is having with his coaching staff. We digress. So it was a good start for the Seattle Kraken. I wore my, I'm not wearing them right now, but I was wearing my anchor earrings and got changed getting ready for bed on the East Coast. And maybe I shouldn't have done that. And I, maybe I shouldn't have told you also that I took off the earrings. I'm not really superstitious, but whatever. Maybe I am a little bit. But it was a 2 nothing start to the Seattle Kraken with my two favorite guys. You know it. Ryan Donato got his eighth goal and Jared McCann with his 12th. Uh, they were scored uh, at the 418 and 907 mark, respectively. Uh, assist to Geeky and Flurry on the Donato goal, Eberly and Schwartz. So the Triple J line reunited. And it feels so good. I love it. Uh, love that. And we're going to hear from both of them about playing with their lines in just a minute. But um, then that's when Edmonton started to get their groove. Evan Bouchard and then Ro uh, Warren Fogle. They got goals at the 13-minute mark and the 17-minute mark. That's how it ended in the first. Essentially tied up at two. In the second period, again, we go tick for tack. It was uh, the Oilers scored first at the 12.52 mark. And then Carson Soucy, let's go, gets a goal at the 16.33 mark. 3-3 three, three game after two periods. But then it would be Fogel again. And, oh, that guy, Connor McDavid, he got a goal in the third at the 1908 mark. It, and that's how the game would end, 5-3. to three. Now, the Fogel goal was originally waved off goalie interference, but then there was a challenge and it was overturned because it was actually Giordano who um, kind of bumped uh, Fogel into Chris Drieger. Boom. There you go. Um, so overall, 
team stats, one big thing that we heard from everyone, and it was concerning in a way, was the shots. Shots on goal for Edmonton, 41 shots. It took them 41 shots. 41 shots. That's actually not a happy song. Anyway, 17, not even 20 shots for the Seattle Kraken. On the one hand, three goals, great, but you needed more than three. So 17 shots, not going to cut it. Um, Darren talked about this in his piece. Again, I'm going to put that in the show notes for you, but talking essentially about puck possession and having the puck on your stick. When you take as many shots as Edmonton had, it's pretty easy to see uh, that they had the puck possession. You can't shoot 41 shots if the other team, in this case, our Seattle Kraken, has the puck. But the Seattle Kraken did not have puck possession, so that was the issue. Uh, Darren, and uh, I agree with him, didn't believe it was necessarily a systems or a structure issue. It just was that Edmonton was hungry for the puck. They went and got it. They went and found it. And that's that. Oh, I'm looking here now. This is literally coming in live as I'm recording, but the devil's penguins game for tomorrow has been postponed. So as we, as far as I know right now, neither one of these teams is added to the list of teams that is suspended all of their games are suspended through the holiday break, but let's keep that posted. This is coming in uh, again, Monday, December 20, 20th at approximately uh, 11 a.m. Uh, PT time. So I just saw that and wanted to give you that update. COVID man. All right. So the other thing that we have to talk about is the Tanev injury. Um, it was not anything, um, you know, intentional. It was a hockey play. He got caught up along the boards, got tangled up, but could not put much, if any weight at all on his right leg had to be helped to the bench and went straight down to the tunnel. Again, Haxtell doesn't really have an update on Tanev. That's where we're at. So we're going to have to see what happens with Arizona. We're going to talk about that, but I want to take you to McCann and Donato, respectively, talking about their lines. No, they've been great. I mean, playing with Donnie and Geeks have been have been awesome. I mean, um, they want to make plays, and I mean, I just uh, I'm trying to shoot as much as I can, and I've been praying for them to go in, and they're starting to go in. So for me, I just want to kind of do the same thing and uh, use my line mates and um, try and create. Obviously, we would have liked to create more tonight and and seal a victory, but um, I mean, it's a start, and hopefully, we can roll from that. Obviously, you know, they make my job a lot easier in the D zone. And, um, you know, obviously they're both very skilled offensively. So um, they're two very, very easy guys to play with. And, um, you know, I'm uh, I'm just trying to compliment them in, in every way I can. So there it goes. It's, um, you know, really Donato, I think, is making a case for himself on this team. I think it's the same with Jared McCann. I, as I said, have always liked him on that Triple J line. Obviously, there are players that are out of the lineup that once they become a factor, we might see things change up again. But I've talked about it before. I don't think you need to change up every line. Obviously, when you are short players, you're going to have to make some adjustments. But if we can keep the Triple J line together and really get Donato with some players that can help him playmake I think also Donato not necessarily who you would consider having big size but he plays big in front of the net and without Yanni Gord 
in particular, as a playmaker that isn't afraid to get scrappy, I really like Donato in that role. But coming up next, we're going to talk about what's cracking. And this is just going to be a fun way of me talking about some of the other things that are happening around the Seattle Kraken franchise, including, of course, the Coachella Valley Firebirds. I've talked about this before. I was going, I was leaning towards Phoenix for the name. I get why it's Firebirds, although sometimes I'm tempted to say Thunderbirds instead of Firebirds because obviously we already have a Firebirds or Thunderbirds team. And so sometimes I get confused with Firebirds, whereas if you just go with Phoenix, you know, the Seattle Phoenix, I think it, I think it sounds just fine. I'll let it go eventually. But what I might also let go of is some money to get in on this Jersey presale. That and more ways that this franchise is trying to release me of my hard-earned money coming up next on Locked on Kraken. Right now, though, let me tell you about our sponsor, betonline.ag, who continues to have you covered for all your props, all your bets, everything that you need when it comes to sports betting in 2021 and beyond. And BetOnline, new interface, new website, but still your number one spot when it comes to sports action this season. So head to the new website. You can use your desktop, your tablet, your mobile device, anything that you have, and you'll find your favorite casino games uh, from Vegas. You'll find UFC odds, MMA odds, of course, NHL. And the best thing is that Bet Online is still the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline.ag is where you want to go because Bet Online is where the game starts. I forgot to wrap this up in the last segment, but let me remind you, I wanted to plug Jeff Baker's piece, Cracking Cancel Practice as Defenseman Carson Soucy Becomes Fifth Player to Enter COVID Protocol. I know it's going back to what we talked about early on, but Jeff has some other nuggets here. Um, who else is in COVID protocol throughout the NHL? Some of the teams that have been affected and impacted. So I forgot to plug this earlier. My man, Jeff Baker, is doing amazing work. He and I uh, got to catch up when we were both back on the East Coast when the Devils hosted the Seattle Kraken. So um, always like to give him some stick taps. Make sure you're following Jeff Baker. Make sure you're following Darren Brown. Make sure you're following Marissa and Jemmy, Ryan S. Clark, and so many other amazing people. I mentioned Piper Shaw. She helps out with uh, when Jen Mueller isn't on the broadcast. We have Allison Lucan, uh, Everett Fitzhugh, so many amazing people. JT Brown and at least half of those people have been on Locked on Kraken, and I'm not going to tell you who, but there is a name that I dropped who has yet to be on Locked on Kraken, but will be our guest for the 100th episode of Locked on Kraken. That will be coming up before the end of the year, so you're not going to want to miss it. I'll talk more about that a little bit later in the week. But getting to know more about NFTs, which are non-fungible tokens, which basically... It, the way I would summarize it is you can't touch it. You can't, you know, hold it. You can't post it on your shelf in your backdrop, but it is a collectible. And, um, you know, I've, I've been learning though, that there's a little bit of controversy when it comes to NFTs and how they are basically stored because they're stored on the interwebs and stuff like that. And although this is not physical, it actually does take up a lot of essentially energy. So anyway, Putting that aside for right now, the Seattle Kraken 
earlier today released their first NFTs. The Seattle Kraken NFTs have just emerged. And I have a few graphics and I'm going to put up for you here, but um, a legend rises, Kraken NFTs just surfaced. So here is what they say about how NFTs work, and I'm going to post this up for you. But NFTs are a great way to own a piece of Kraken history. What the heck are they? Exactly. What are they? Here are the top 10 things you need to know. Okay, an NFT, we just covered this, but I'm going to give it to you again. It's a non-fungible tokens. Non-fungible tokens can take the form of music, photos, or any other digital collectible. How do NFTs work? These are digital assets like virtual real estate, art, digital sneakers, digital sneakers, what the heck, and video moments. Now, you pay for NFTs um, in usually some kind of cryptocurrency or whatnot. Um, so, but there are counterfeits, just like you have an original Picasso and then you have prints that are made. So you got to watch out for some of that. Uh, the original N NFTs date back to 2012. I did not realize that. But the mainstream, you know, so the underground NFTs 2012, but they became more mainstream in 2017. Um, environmental concerns. Okay, so here's, I like that the Seattle Kraken posted this. We recognize some of the concerns around NFTs and their impact on the environment and have taken steps to mitigate this. Uh, we chose Orange Comet, Orange Comet to be our partner in this journey to create commemorative NFTs in celebration of our inaugural season. Orange Comet runs on green servers and builds a carbon negative solution in the NFT space, including partnering with an eco-conscious blockchain. See, okay, now I know that blockchains are a part of like the whole NFT situation and then like cryptocurrency blockchains and I don't know how all of it works, but this so far has been a really helpful um, kind of, you know, frequently asked questions. Um, so you've seen things like Top Shots, which includes WNBA and NBA. Um, some of these have sold for over $200 million. Now the entry for the Seattle Kraken, I think is at around $50. You can get in, uh, for some of their different, um, some of their different, uh, NFTs. So what are the Seattle Kraken NFTs? Cause some of you might not be as concerned as I was when it comes to some of those, but here are some of the things that you can, um, take a look at. There's a one-of-one one Kraken NFT real-world experience, which includes four box seats in the Moyen Chardon Imperial Lounge, uh, food and beverage, parking pass, autographed Kraken jersey, etc. Then they have the Captain's Box Kraken packs. So now this is uh, the Captain's Box is made to resemble a fine walnut and salt marinated silver, and it holds the secrets to discovering what lies below. Um, and so you can check that out. I would like one of these boxes in real life, not as an NFT, because apparently this NFT like burns and disappears. And I'm like, no, but I want a real one. Um, so this one comes with an animated NFT goalie mask, a random vintage Kraken deep sea divers helmet, and one an animated revolving Kraken Kraken insignia captain's box. Ten randomly selected packs will also... Um, 
have uh, a goalie mask with the red eye, the and uh, then the next pack you can have the mascot reveal. So I know some people have already been tweeting about the Seattle Kraken mascot. I hear that uh, the mascot has made appearances at Kraken Community Iceplex. I have not been to Seattle essentially since the early start of the season, so I cannot corroborate that, but. If you want to get um, a mascot reveal, those are available as part of the um, NFT drop that happened today. So the way these things sell, kind of like hotcakes, if you haven't already, head over to Orange Comet. If this is your vibe, you might want to go do that. I set up an account. I'm not really sure I'm all in on NFTs just yet, but let me know what you think. Are you down with the Seattle Kraken NFTs? Do you like them? Do you not understand them? Are you, do you not understand them, but are you open? Let me know in the comments. We'll keep talking about it. Before we end the show, though, I want to talk also about the Coachella Valley Firebirds. I love the Seattle Kraken jersey. I own one. I pulled the trigger on that. Do not regret it. I'm probably going to have to get one of these Firebirds jerseys. I have talked impassionately about how much the symbolism of a phoenix which is a firebird. Firebird is a phoenix. They are interchangeable. How much it means to me personally and uh, now I've already told you that Seattle Kraken is my team. I might be a little bit more in love already with the Firebirds just because the color template, the oranges and reds, I feel like really go with my skin tone, first of all. Like, can we be real? Um, but also just, again, the symbolism behind it. I kind of like uh, – developmental hockey. That's how I've learned the game and have gotten to this stage to be able to cover the Seattle Kraken. So here's a little bit of a, of what you can get with a CV Firebirds. So it's a pre-sale. Uh, the pre-sale is uh, their official authentic and official replica team jerseys. You can find them in the blue and the white version. So the blues, the blues that are represented, it's more of a accent color for the Coachella Valley Firebirds, um, whereas red is the more prominent, and that's the inverse of what we see for the Seattle Kraken. Um, so through December 31st, you can use the link that's in the show notes, shop.cvfirebirds.com, uh, or you can go to the team store located at Palm in Palm Desert, California. The first 300 customers to purchase jerseys will receive an invitation to the official team jersey, the team jersey unveiling event slated for the end of January or early February 2022. Upon purchase, numbered certificates for the jerseys will be provided to each customer, all sales final. So you can get an authentic uh, dark jersey, an authentic light jersey, or you can get replicas of either one. Uh, you have seen, I've been flashing up the different versions. Which one do you like? I have a lot of white jerseys. It just kind of turns out that way. I have a Blake Bolden Boston Pride white jersey. I have two two Riveters white jerseys. I have a red Riveters white jersey. Obviously, I went with the Seattle Kraken blue. So do I go white for the Firebirds? I get a little nervous wearing white jerseys because I am a snacker. <laughs> I make a mess all the time. I think I have, yeah, well, this was a makeup. I have a little makeup stain on this shirt. But anyway, I mean, I, I don't know. I kind of like the blue, but I already have a blue. I have a Kraken blue. So maybe I go white 
for Firebirds, let me know. Are you picking up a, a Coachella Valley Firebirds jersey and which color are you getting? That's going to do it, though, for this episode of Locked on Kraken. As always, thanks for making Locked on Kraken your first listen of the day. And now that you're done with me and all of my randomness, <laughs> why don't you head over to Locked on Bets, your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, have everything you need to know about sports betting and will help you maximize when you put in your props and odds over at betonline.ag. So go do that and make that your second listen of the day. For the rest of the week, we're going to talk obviously about the Arizona game. It very much so TBD. We just saw as I was recording this live that we have some games that are still being postponed. And at this rate, I think it kind of makes sense for the NHL to kind of just put like slow things down. I know a lot of people are like, Oh, but the money. And I'm like, Oh, but COVID like maybe let's not continue to have people be infected and, um, whatever. So we'll, we'll see what happens with Arizona. We are going to have Ann Kimmel on at least once this week to talk about sled hockey. We're gonna, we're expecting an announcement about the NHL involvement in the Olympics coming up soon. I am definitely a proponent of NHL players in the Olympics, especially if that's what they want to do to represent their home country for a country that is so like Homer. I just think it's so weird that the NHL can, and I think Canada is kind of that way too, but, um, you know, for a North American league to be like, you can't go represent your country because it's in your contract. I don't know. I think that's weird. Why do they do it? Because of the money, honey. I get that. I understand that. I just think it's a little bit hypocritical. So we'll see. But I wouldn't be surprised if there are no NHL players at the Olympics. Also wouldn't be surprised if we see a postponement of the Olympics. That's another big conversation. Either way, and Kimmel and I are going to talk about sled hockey. We're going to talk about the Olympic coverage. And like I said, I have a guest, a special guest that's coming up that will be our guest for the 100th episode of Locked on Kraken. Can you believe it? We're cranking out episodes here. Thank you so much for listening to your only daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. I am your host, Erica Lindsay Ayala. And as I always say, hold fast, stay true, and let's Go Kraken and let's go Firebirds too. Woohoo! Enjoy your holidays. I'll talk to you tomorrow.